Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Two Minutes of Roughing here on the Late Night After Dark Edition. I am very tired. I hate finals, and I wanted to tear down the entire college system. How are you doing, Mark? Why? Well, sound like me, but, but change college system with, pol- with politics. Oh, yes. I'm doing all, and I'm yes, doing all right. Actually. I'm pretty wide awake. I mean, late night's my fuck, like my, my, my perfect time. Shoot. Uh, where where are you got the F-bombs dropping? Oh, yeah, this is going to be a good episode. But let's oh, go. don't worry. All I right. pissed off plenty of people in the last week. Yeah, all right, well, let's speak about because your actions. Like um, well, because it is. Um, yeah. We talked about last week, Daniel Amesbury. He had a hit again. Um, we talked about kind of our thoughts on that and the entire situation there. Um, well, what do you know? It kind of happens again, Justin Barr, with the uh, – uh, Mississippi Seawolves uh, hits a uh, Columbus River Dragons player, sends him to the hospital. Um, Mark, I'm going to let you take it away because you, you, you've already uh, – you, you have thoughts, and I'll let the thoughts flow. Okay, I'm going to be real honest. Yeah, I'm going to sum it up real nicely. Even the best players can do dirty hits. Even the kindest, cleanest players – can still do dirty hits, especially when it's only a week out, literally just like exactly a week difference from when we just had an incident of the exact same nature in this league. Like I said, you would think players would maybe be a bit more mindful considering the fact that they're getting paid peanuts and that healthcare is paying basically non-existent in this league. I mean, you would think people would just be a little bit more mindful of that, just a little bit more. And all it takes is a few moments of brain lapse to cause someone else's their their brain. And cool. like I said, Justin Barr, I've never heard really any bad things about him. I've, I know he's a very respectable guy, like one of the most well-liked players in the league. Trust me, I know he's not that type of player, unlike the person we talked about last week. So that's why I'm not treating him the same way. But it's still a dirty hit at the end of the day. And I'm, and I know I pissed off a lot of people with what I said about the camera work. Apparently, even though yes, that camera should not have been on um, the player at the time because it gets there. It was a zoom up of him seizing on the ice. I literally had said camera operator going to be saying like, "Hey, this was personal." Like I want to point out, it was not personal. I know camera work is hard because I've done it before for multiple different types of events. It's not easy. I know it's not. Because you have a responsibility to show the action and to be the eyes of others. To, to be that eye. But sometimes there are certain things you shouldn't show. And maybe you should, should look twice and think twice before showing it. So, yeah. so then I guess like I, I guess this is this is coming from someone I did not get to watch this live. I did not I, I, I was behind right. on uh this. I, I guess like did did you did you did you watch this live or did you were you one of the people who tuned in after uh I was the, one of the people like, who oh, tuned in after because I was busy with work and then I got home and then that's when it kinda literally when I got home is I think when it happened or around that time or maybe a little bit before and then I'm, before like they were by the time I was uh, able to catch the replay of it, I mean they were already basically done. 
Um, there, there were still chats going a little bit, you know, people talking. Um, mm-hmm. And so I was like, I didn't want to see it, but I felt like I had to just because I needed to see it and compare it to what happened last week. So like, and and I hate and what I hate about it is that again we could see it pretty clearly. It was a headed into the boards that caused it. Now, little details about it is a little bit trickier just because of where it was compared to la- the week prior. I will say that. But I'll say this. A clean hit does not cause a man to end up seizing on the ice. No, I disagree with that statement because we, we've definitely seen clean hits have some pretty bad injuries before. Well, no, bad injuries can happen from clean hits. But a man seizing on the ice, that's a brain thing. And no clean hits come from, right, but like, from your head. But, but the, I'm going to disagree there. You can absolutely have a clean hit and there's like, you know, there's, there's a situation where, again, a concussion happens because, again, you, you hit your head maybe on the glass in a weird angle, causes the brain to bounce. And it's just like, but the thing is, it was also like, it was from behind. I, I think, it was from behind. Like, yeah, no, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not. I know. I'm saying, hey, no, no, I'm. I'm agreeing. This was a dirty hit, but I'm saying I disagree with the statement that like you can like have brain injuries from just only dirty hits. You can have a brain injury from a clean hit. Not to that extent, though. That is, there's like concussions. You know, concussions happen, and there's literally seizing on the ice. I I, I think you could absolutely. Seize on ice if the if the right clean hit happened. I'm gonna absolutely say that. I think what what's so shocking is that this happened again though. This this happened a literal week to the day of the Ainsbury hit. That's oh yeah, what, I, th- I think. Oh, let me uh, let me say this. I I think if this hit was like really isolated, like this was like three months separated, I doubt we would even be having this big of a conversation about it. Like we would maybe say. You know, Justin Barr had a bad hit, and that's it. Like the Ames, the Amesbury hit absolutely is causing like reviews of like dirty hits. I shouldn't have to now go into this week worrying that somebody else is going to end up seizing on the fucking ice. You can't blame me at this point. Two weeks in a row. Yeah, and that, that I hate feeling like that. I hate it because I've said it before. And some people really don't understand this in the post I've made. I do love this league. I love this league. And that's why I'm like this because I hate seeing the league like this. I hate seeing it in the state that it's in because I love this league. I want it to do well, but but crap like this makes it look like a joke. Mm. It, it sucks. Yeah, no, other league, I think- no other league has this problem. Not even the LNA 8 has this problem. Uh, um, but yeah, I think I look. These two hits should absolutely be a wake up call, and I think there's a reason why Barr absolutely got the hammer thrown down on him, even, even though, though this was like his like, first offense. I don't think he got the hammer thrown on him enough. I'm gonna be real honest. Okay, like Mark, what do you want? The death penalty? Well, here's how I see it. Um, what was uh, what was it? Twelve games for Amesbury last year. It was 12, yeah. and then he got up to 18. Yeah, he should have at least gone. We're talking at least double uh, bar sort of for like on his suspense, so at least eight. You think so? If we, if we want to really hammer this home, if you want to really hammer it home, because again, bar 
pretty respectable guy, very nice guy. He's one of the most well-respected players, a clean player for the most part. If you want to really, really hammer this home, four games isn't enough to throw the book. It's it should be at least eight. Okay, but here's the problem. Again, he, this is basically a first-time offense for him. Like, are you but saying again, like it should be eight saying, games should, no matter what? But, but but here's the thing. If you really, but like I said, if you really wanted to hammer it home, say that we are not gonna take this shit. That's what you need to do. I, I, I'm like take if you're gonna throw the book at like this is literally textbook somebody you would throw the book at to make a to make a point make a statement four games okay but uh, no 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 okay, yeah, remember this is four games okay Mark again it's four games where the guys aren't gonna get pay plus against Mississippi uh no offense but there's you know they there's under the table stuff so let's see one twenty five so that's five hundred bucks okay that's about half a month's worth of pay because it's four games and then plus again whatever you know <clears throat> all teams do this under the table earnings possibly like that's not going to like that's that's going to hurt his wallet and he's going to probably learn from this saying like I shouldn't do a hit like that again like but, again okay. I feel like you're basically asking Here's, for the death penalty for a first time offense I, it's not because of the first time offense it's because of what it is and what it would mean to the game we need like I you know how many people are saying oh this is soft oh people can't take hits no this is literally okay, yes, great yeah. Mark, I, Mark I'm agreeing with you there's a, but here's the problem you are lo- going looking for the extreme on the other side and, need, and you see like all these dumb why? boomers who like think like concussions are cool and, and like I'm trying I'm basically saying you gotta find a middle ground here. The problem is there's no middle ground with the with this type of thing. It needs to be dealt with extremely because we don't want repeat. We don't want repeats. We don't want to see this again. Okay, but here's again, have Mark, again. here's the problem. You can't, you, Mark, you're gonna have teams yelling at Don if you if you are suspending guys for you know a minimum of eight games just because of a dirty hit. Four games right but, now, that is plenty. Plenty. If if you had if this is a situation where it's starting to become out of control, let's say this happens again next week. Are this week, then absolutely, you know, they should start looking at eight or 12 games uh, or 10. But like right now, I, I this was, let's be honest, this was mainly a suspension just because of the Amos Perry hit. That, that's it. But no, because let's, because let's, let's what see it try to become an actual pattern and not just saying, okay, but it's happened for two weeks in a row. Like I said, like the, if this happens again at any point this season, I'm actually going to widen the scope, not just the, like this upcoming week. Any point this season, if I see this again, any point this season, I'm going to question the league's authority and leadership at that point because that this shouldn't be happening. You don't have any other league, and you don't have the NHL dealing with this, AHL, ECHL, SPHL, LNAH, and a lot of these leagues play a lot more games with a lot more teams than these the, the FPHL does. Yet the FPHL is the one having this issue. So why is that? Like, there's some serious questions that I feel like would need to be answered. I feel like it should be need to be answered already because of this. Mm. This feels like uh, yeah, this I, feels I, more like a systemic issue in this league than just like oh a player thing, oh a team thing. I, again, you have a point, but the issue is I'm saying you are applying the death penalty for a first time offense. It feels like. There needs to be a middle ground 
where like I, I think four games was plenty. I, I think it's the message is very clear. Um, I think the question is now, I, which players are going to be the ones that are going to listen? I, I think that that's going to be my concern. How about this? I I can believe Bar could listen. It's somebody else that I feel like wouldn't listen at this point, and you know exactly who I'm talking about. Okay, well, just say Amesbury. I don't know. Do you think Amesbury is going to come back after 18 games and go, all right, you know, I'm going to uh, just do these hits again? Because, I mean, come on, we both we both know what's going on behind the scenes. That's not going to happen again, barring him getting, like, basically blacklisted. But, yeah, here's the thing. I can't trust that he won't do it. I can't trust it. <laughs> you, you can't blame me for not trusting it. We thought he was done already. But then he went and did that. Like it's, uh, yeah. But th- mm. this whole thing, like, it's like I said, it more so sickens me. I'm not even mad at Barr because again, I don't think he's a dirty player. I'm more so just sickened about the fact that I have to talk about this twice in the, two weeks in a row. Mm. Like I'm, I'm sickened. I. I shouldn't have to talk about this two weeks in a row because it shouldn't be a thing that happens two weeks in a row. Like, ugh. And arguably this one, like, actually, can we talk about the circumstances of this hit too? Like, the game was, it wasn't like one of those, like, close games, like, or at least, like, early on where there's still plenty of time. This was 8-1 to one in the third period, and the Seawolves were down. The Seawolves were the ones getting their asses kicked eight to one by the Columbus River Dragons. Mm-hmm. What was the reason? What was the reason to even do that at that point? Like, what reason? Mm. Like that—that's the part where I'm a little bit, maybe a little pissed at Bar because what was the reason to do that type of hit at that point in the game in that kind of circumstance where you're already actually on the penalty kill. I think it was during the Columbus power play as well. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, uh, uh, that's where you start to have hard questions, you know. Uh, All right. Uh, Do you want to actually talk about these games and teams now? Jesus Christ, there's a bunch of other suspenses too. Jesus Christ. Yeah, there's been a lot. (laughs) What the fuck? Um... All right, let's talk about the Connell division. Um, Columbus uh, kind of sticking around in first. Yeah, I, I think they are they are who we thought they were. There is. <laughs> we thought, yeah. like, they, they're they good. Who, I mean, they're, yeah, they, they're good. All right. Like, um, it's, Carolina, it's, it's, so. Uh, 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 so Carolina, like, that we, we both talked about last episode. Beacons in Carolina, this is going to be a very interesting series to watch. Uh, ended up getting a split. Uh, both these teams got a win. Although, Carolina's win was so, definitely a bit bigger than the Beacons win. Yeah. But, but I mean, still as a split, you know, I, I guess your thoughts. I mean, Carolina, they're, they're definitely, I think it's still Columbus number one. But then you have kind of Carolina and then another team kind of starting to kind of uh, find their way uh, right there. Um, So, yeah, I mean, Carolina, Carolina. Yeah. Carolina is very good. Like it takes a lot to actually 
get like it takes maybe a lucky bounce or two, maybe three to actually maybe have a shot. They're one of those teams that you might get a shot at them. You might even take some points from them, but it's a very hard and you cannot bet on that. And if you can't get that, well, you're cooked. Mm. All right. Uh, Port Huron. They're uh, making a little noise. I don't know how to feel about them. They're weird. How how the hell did they just actually wait? They swept Mercy. Oh, uh, that's yeah. gonna make me more angry. Um, yeah, they swept Motor City this weekend in a home and home. Um, because mm-hmm. first game was in a Port Huron, next game was in Fraser. Yeah, yeah. Somehow former division mate. Uh, <laughs> it's fucking. Um, yeah. And so, and now with a winning percentage of four eight nine, uh, they are in third place. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm in. Inter- yeah, I mean, the Continental is basically in like three different blocks. You have Columbus and Carolina. Yeah. You then have Port Huron and Mississippi, and then you have Whitefield, Baton Rouge, and like that's it. Like the, that, that's yeah. like how you separate everything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They, they actually, yeah. And I mean, I mean, I guess let's talk about Mississippi, Mississippi, because like it's you're on a two-game losing streak. It feels like I, I don't know. Maybe I, yeah, maybe it's part, this is like thinking you know part of the bar hit. It's just like I don't know. This team, it feels like that they're, they're supposed to be good this year, but they're not playing to that level that they should. Be. They got okay. Oddly enough, they got to clean it up because even besides the bar hit, they are leading the league in penalty minutes. Mm-hmm. So that's something you got to clean up. Like you're gonna, it's hard to find success when you're leading the league in penalty minutes. You can sometimes do it, but you have to have a lot of talent on that team to make up for it. And I don't think Mississippi yeah. has the talent to do that. Um, goaltending also huge freaking issue for Mississippi. Eighty goals allowed this year. That is by far yeah, the that's, worst. Uh, not great. Let's yeah. see. I, let's see. What's second place in most goals allowed? It's. Uh, Whitefield was 70, uh, 73 in the Baton Rouge with 69. And then, like, the rest, like, it's in the low 60s. Yeah, so, I mean, what do you do? Like, you got to fix up the – like, the offense is, like, average. Like, it can get you to win. I mean, actually, they're sec- the offense is second in the division, only behind uh, yeah. Columbus. The, that's actually pretty good. Hell, it's actually third in the league. So the offense is there for Mississippi. It's yeah, there. You gotta I mean, clean up. Is it, yeah, clean up. Is, oh. But here's the problem. It's just like it's just like last year. There's no defense and there's no good goaltending. Like you, you can't got, get YouTubers in your net and expect things to change. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Like they gotta clean up the penalties and they gotta get better on the back end. Like they have good. They have good offensive firepower. They actually have that, and that's some something mm. that teams. Like Bat Ruse or Almira would kill for. And sir, right now Mississippi is in a playoff spot, and I feel like they're going to be strong enough to keep a hold of that. You know, but well, if you don't fix things, I mean, you're going to be—I mean, you're probably going to be a sitting duck anyway. But at least if you clean it up, you have a fighting chance. Yeah. Okay. Um. Then let's talk about these two at the same time. Why Phil and Rouge? They're the same team, essentially. I mean, one of these teams is uh, like, can one of these teams just like get decently good? 
Or is, are they just going to like stay stuck in the trenches like this? Like, I don't get it. Hold on. Let me, uh, let me look at a certain thing. Because um, mm-hmm. there's something I'm, I can't say. Um, okay, I'm going to uh, send this to you because I'm not sure if you've seen it. Do not say this out loud because it's not mm-hmm. known yet. Uh oh. Uh oh. Oh, okay. Hold on. Oh, that could be. That could be a good. That could be a. Uh, um. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's why that it's like I up. can't really say it. But I have. A, how about this? I'm gonna say this. I have a strong feeling. Strong feeling that maybe one of these teams. I'm not gonna say which one. Might end up getting a All little right. better. Um. Here soon. I, I don't know. I maybe would, by so the time out, we might know. Okay, I was about to say, do you have, do you have a timeline potentially when no, no, they could no, be uh, that's uh, in there? You but... have to um, ask somebody else about. All right, um, that that would but... that would be an excellent pickup. I'm I'm mm-hmm. gonna say so if that does happen. Yeah, so, right, but well... right now, yeah, Blue Ridge needs to fix up uh, <laughs> fix up their back end. Um, offense is okay, but they could definitely use a couple more weapons. Baton Rouge, oh boy. Oh. I mean, they split against Blue Ridge, and they do have a game uh, today, as this is coming out uh, tonight, I should say. I'm going to try to split mm-hmm. it like that. Um, against Mississippi, which I think that could be a very telling game for both clubs, especially after last weekend. So I'm very curious yeah. to see how that will, will end up. Um, but yeah, like the just if they. If they're gonna try to fix something up, they gotta fix something up now, because you don't want things to get too yeah. far away from you. All right. Well, then let's look at the Empire Division. Binghamton, it's Binghamton. I mean, is there anything else we can say? It's hard to split against uh, Carolina, especially in Carolina. Carolina. It's hard to do that, and they managed to do it. And regulation too. In regulation, yeah, that's a very hard thing to do. Um, and they're strong. Um, they're going to be about Gavin right. Gates, though, for a couple of games, but that's going to suck. Uh, yeah. That, All right. Uh, then we off. have Motor. Then we have Motor City um, getting swept again by Port Huron. Four-game losing streak at the moment. I mean, could, could we be starting to see a bit of a slide for yeah, Motor City? I wonder City? why this is happening. I can't tell you what the turning point is at all. Could it be the fact that they switched to a different division? No, the fact that they they played well in the, this division. It's the moment that that hit happened. They were up 2 nothing in that game. And since then, look what's happened. Mm. Look what has happened. Yeah. They've lost four straight. Like, they lose that game, they lost the next game, they lost both games this past weekend. That hit, I was worried it was going to be a turning point for Mercy in a bad way, and it, I'm sorry, and I hate the fact that I'm being proved right. Which, uh, uh, you don't want to deal with the proven right mark, but anyway, uh, Danbury. I don't like when uh, I'm right sometimes. Two, I don't like that I'm right about this. I like Motor City. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Uh, two win, two, two game winning streak, uh, potentially maybe starting to grab some points. I mean, they fucking need it. <laughs> they yeah. definitely need it because 
even though they don't have the the games played, Watertown is kind of right on their heels with the winning percentage. So they got to get points yeah. where needed. And it's not going to get any easier well, this upcoming weekend. Yeah. Actually, you only play one uh, game. I mean, weekend. let's talk about Watertown, actually, real quick. Because Watertown, they're tied right now with Elmira for the least amount of games played. But Watertown has 18 points. They're only six behind Danbury. And yeah, they're not they, exactly having a bad season so far. They did have a bad weekend, though. They lost 8-3 to Elmira, and then they lost 4-3 to, yeah. to Danbury. Like, those, if they could have won both games, ooh. Like, they would be in third right now. They would be in third. Mm. Yeah, it's, um... they would absolutely be in third right now if they won both of those games. That is something. And with four games less played than Danbury, and that's with points. Like, that's – so that's why Danbury really needs to fix it up. Like, again, I don't think Elmira could jump either of them at this point. But, I mean, you don't want Elmira to potentially get stronger and then have that actually be a worry. So they yeah. both of those teams have got to start picking up more points because you never know. There's still plenty of time in the season. Yeah. All right, and then Elmira, it's uh, it's Elmira. I mean, again, they didn't have like a bad weekend. I mean, they played only one game on Friday and Saturday, and they won. They won up against the Watertown pretty yeah. easily too. Um, did they? Yeah, uh, Watertown played uh, Danbury. Oh yeah, yeah. Friday, yeah. Like I said, it was kind of an ass-kicking. Okay. Are you ready to talk about the upcoming games for this weekend? Yay. Yay. All right. Uh, Thursday, Mississippi at Baton Rouge. I'm going to take Mississippi. I'm going to pick Mississippi because I hope hope I'm right and that they aren't going to have something that happened with Motor City. Like, they're going to be missing Justin Barr. That's going to be a big loss. So, I mean, maybe Batters right. could take advantage of that, but I still pick Mississippi. Okay. Uh, Danbury at Binghamton on Friday. Binghamton. Yeah, I got to take Binghamton here. Uh, Elmira at Watertown. I'm going to personally take Watertown, but this could be a close game. You know what? I'm I'm you know I'm curious here. I'm gonna pick Elmira. I'm gonna pick Elmira. I don't know what it is. All right. Uh Carolina at Motor City. I'm gonna take Carolina. Yeah, I'll pick a Carolina, and that really pains me. Uh all right, Columbus at Mississippi. I'm gonna take Columbus. 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 All right. And then final Friday game, Whiteville at Baton Rouge. I'm going to pick the Bobcats. All right. I'm going to take the Bobcats also. Mm-hmm. And then Saturday, Carolina is at Port Huron. I'm going to take Carolina once again. Crap. Port Huron. Mm-hmm. Interesting pick. Uh, Here's Danbury, Adelmira, I'm going to explain okay. my pick here. At the back-to-back for Carolina, Port Huron is off on Friday. That's their only game this weekend for uh, Saturday for Port Huron. I think Port Huron can take advantage of a tired Carolina team. All right. Uh, Danbury at Elmira. I, I, I said I'm going to take Danbury. 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 All right. Watertown at Binghamton. I'm going to take Binghamton. Binghamton. 
All right, Baton Rouge at Mississippi. I'm going to take Mississippi. Wait, hold on here. Is how many road games have um, Baton Rouge played? I'm not sure. They haven't played a ton. Yeah, that's I'm actually going to check. How is that their first or second road game? I think it's like their fourth. Is it their fourth? Hold because on. they've been playing no, a lot of Mississippi games recently. That's their second. Their second, all right. That's their second. That has a second since. It's the first one since November 22nd, which is also at Mississippi. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. They're next. Nice. Oh, my God, dude. Oh, yeah, they're about to have a huge next. road trip stretch. Dude, their next one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight games are at Mississippi. Oh, I love the Fed. All right. Literally a whole Why month. A whole month in Mississippi. I love the Fed. Okay. And they don't Why come back home at now Columbus? Uh, Why Phil at Columbus? Don't make me mad. <laughs> Columbus. I would say Columbus oh. also. Okay. All right. We got. We, we also got to talk about the SPHL. Mark, stop laughing about a very Dude, serious issue. Hilarious. That is hilarious. Okay. All right. Uh, um, so, real quick, before we start talking about teams in the SPHL, we got two yeah. teams to quickly talk about. Uh, the Knoxville Ice Bears, they are not playing this weekend uh, at home after uh, after maintenance go oopsie on uh, the ice rink. Uh, what was it? I forget the event that they just had in Knoxville. Because um, there was some sort of event that apparently, like, they had to take out the ice and apparently somebody fricked up on the maintenance side, and yeah, Ice Maker go nope. Bonk, bonk, bonk. Hey, Billy Chow, I'm hitting this metal. That's that's good, right? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so needless to say, um, no home, so no games in Knoxville this weekend, so that's two games postponed, um, one against uh, Roanoke and one against Quad City. Uh, So at some point, those that have to be made up, um. Yeah. The um. Oh, oh God! You should have seen it. The the news was covering that. Basically, saying, "Hey, the, the games were postponed this weekend." Yeah. I, I'm just shout out to the, the the Knoxville front office. They've been fairly kind to me. Uh. So 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 take this as some, just some good lighthearted ribbing. But oh my God, they were crying about this. They're like, "We're gonna have to move these games to a a Sunday or a weekday." We're gonna have financial losses, which is like okay, yeah, yes, that's true. Be pretty good financial team. They can they can take the hit. They're, they're typically yeah. In the you black. take they're the hit. You're good. Yeah, but oh my god, Mark, they're gonna have to play on a Sunday. Uh, I mean, we're uh, having to play on a Thursday. Yeah, there you go. Uh, well, I guess let's go ahead and quickly get into the SPHL teams. Uh, number one, as always, this season so far, uh, Fayetteville. It's Fayetteville. Yeah, Fayetteville. What else do you want me to say? Well, I mean, okay, to be fair, Fayetteville did lose. They did lose to their fun rivals, Roanoke, on Saturday. Yes. And that was after, but they kind of split the weekend. Although, they split, but Roanoke took three points and Fayetteville only took two. So, I mean, eh. Yeah. But, yeah. All right. So, uh, Birmingham. Won, yeah. Fayetteville's pretty Birmingham. good. Birmingham. Birmingham. Yeah. 
Uh, uh, they, they, they totally they, they they cheated their way to a win against Huntsville, and then Huntsville beat them. Uh, therefore, a uh, good weekend. Uh, to be fair, though, it was the same thing as Roanoke with Fayetteville. Uh, Birmingham took three points, and Huntsville only got two. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. And you got shut um, out. Pens- Just shut up. Shut up. Pensacola. What um, the fuck happened to you guys? Do, do we still talk about Friday's game in particular? Well, well, well let's get to Huntsville. Let's, we'll get to, let's get to Huntsville, and then we'll talk about it. No, Pensacola's first. Um, Pensacola's next. Team up, yeah. But like, I I, I don't know. Like, <sighs> physical is just weird. It's like I don't, I don't know. I don't get this. Okay, team. I'm gonna it's like, I'm gonna say this really uh, quietly, but also very loud for the people in the back. Mm-hmm. Quad City is actually a decent team. Look at their percentage. They have a better percentage than Pensacola, actually. Mm-hmm. Pensacola, Quad City has a better percentage than Huntsville, Roanoke, and Pensacola. Please don't make like that. <laughs> no, because I'm okay. I'm actually pointing out that Quad City's only down where they are because they've only played 13 games. And, and Knoxville doesn't help me with that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like they not fucking uh freaking uh Quad City is actually a decent team, but Pe- yeah, Pensacola went to to Moline, and I think they regret going to Moline. But also, this goes back to mm. the whole thing of Pensacola is really good at home, like they're unbeaten at home, but they are not very good on the road. Uh, all right. Well, speaking of the road, uh, why did the Peoria Riverman get shut off by the Evansville Thunderbolts? Uh, because apparently CC, despite the fact that he forgot how to, both goaltenders forgot how to goaltend in Friday's game. Trust me, I watched it. The, the, the first 10 minutes of the second period, I think both goaltenders forgot how to goaltend. There was like four, five, six goals in a 10 minute span. It was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like it was a stupid amount of goals. Um, Probably the only player to score outside of that time frame. Hold on, was that actually, is that actually really the case? I just realized that. Yeah, the only player to score outside of that ten minute window of the first ten minutes of the second period was Christian Trudell. Yeah, he scored Very twice outside of that window. Um. Yeah. Um, All right. What, yeah. So I don't know. We made him look like a joke, and then he decided, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna turn to fucking." Prime Brodeur over here. Like, okay. Mm. Yeah. All right. Well, then uh, we have uh, the Roanoke Railyard Dogs, who are still slipping after a disappointing season. Ah, slipping, but they they did get points in their last two games. I mean, they, they took three points out of four against uh, Fayetteville. So, I mean, that, that yeah. helped them rebound a little. That helped them rebound a little. Um, and now they got, uh, well, I would say they would have Knoxville on Friday, but yeah, that's not really the case now, is it? Um, actually, oh, that means their next game is against uh, Birmingham on Saturday, but in Roanoke. So, eh. Mm -hmm. 
Actually, Peoria right. has we'll uh, talk about, it, but Peoria has a really interesting schedule this weekend. They do. Uh, well, uh, then we have to talk about my team. Yay, uh, Huntsville! Ooh. Why can't this team like be consistent? Ah, because you're going through a rebuild, just like we are. I would. Well, here's the thing. I don't think we're both going through rebuilds. I think we're both going through like I think a better term is just transition because like yeah, well yeah, Huntsville for our winning record. It's like yeah, but be fair, know, like, for our standards, it's a rebuild. Yeah, yeah, that's fair for both our standards. It's a rebuild. Like, like pure, like pure and Huntsville are two of the most consistently good teams in this league. Like the last time, you know what's funny? I won a twenty. So I'm gonna say this on the podcast. I won uh, the auction for the 2014-2015 regular season banner for Rivermen because uh, if you don't know, they got like a huge like new wall spanning banner. So they got rid of all the individual ones. I got one of the regular season champion banners. And funny enough, you were making fun of me for it being a failure cup, but that season, Hustle was last placed. It was still a failure cup. Anyway, uh, Quad City. Uh, first two games played. But, like, like what uh, – is this the starting to become the team we kind of thought the team was going to be last year? What, Quad City? Yeah. Okay, legitimately, here's what's kind of funny right now. They're doing the polar opposite of what they did last year. Because remember how they had a really hot start last year? Like, they were they kicked our asses. They kicked everyone's asses. They were top team in the league. And then around this time, it all went to shit. Yeah. But now... It's like the opposite. They started really bad this year, got their shit kicked by us, and now they're starting to turn on the Jets. If they continue on this path, I would be a little scared. I would be a little worried. It, give, mm. it might give me a little flashback to uh, 2022 and a certain uh, Virginia team. Yeah. All right. Um, and this one would be very rough. Yeah. Uh, besides, uh, besides their issues uh, off the ice, uh, I mean, I don't know. This, team, this team's just stagnant. No, just they're stagnant. No, Nashville? Yeah. They're, they've won their last five like, games. Right, right, but like, otherwise it feels like this, like, but here's the problem. It feels like they can't get out of like the like the, the like eight, nine, seven area. Well, that's because the whole, like that's not because of their own shit. It's also called Quad Cities, also getting hot at the same time. So because of that, they're kind of like, yeah, yeah, they're kind of like that's on both. Mm, I don't know. Like they're both guys getting hot at the same time. Look, like, they they Quad City and Nashville have the same record in the last ten games. They both had the best record in the last ten games with seven and three now. Mm. Be yeah. on the bottom two teams. All right. Oh dear, uh, Macon. No, no, no. no. I want, I want, I want to give Macon the oh dear. I mean, they're, they're they have twelve points. They're four away from you know having a playoff spot. They're not. Yeah, they're not in a but here's, super oh. bad position yet. But here's the problem, though. Like, look at their last ten. They've only won one game in their last ten. Yeah, that's a concern. But like, the, like it, I, I don't know. I feel like they, they can absolutely find a way out of the hole. They can. They can. They're they have time yet. to rebound. They have time to rebound, but that's not a great look, though. That's not a great look. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. 
Like, yeah, that's a pretty strong start. They're doing you know it's funny, they're they're not quite they weren't quite as high of a start, but they're they have a start kind of similar to Quad City last year. They started off pretty good, like they looked mm. actually decently strong, and then it all went to shit. Anyway, okay. Uh Evansville. It's Evansville. Yeah, Evansville. I look, they they got so lucky with goaltending. They only had one goal. It literally was a one nothing game. Literally one nothing game, but their goaltender decided to play like Bro- Martin Bordeaux in his prime. Mm. Like stupid, stupid. Ugh. Uh, anyway, okay. Are you ready to talk about the upcoming games? Yeah. All so, right. Tomorrow, Education Day game. QC today, at Peoria. I mean, this, actually, funny enough, this video is probably going out. This, this podcast is probably going out about the same time as this game. Yeah. So, who do um, you have winning? Oh, oh boy! I'm gonna make some people mad. Quad City. Ooh, interesting thing. I'm gonna take Peoria. So here, um, so Peoria can we, also, we don't we right don't talk now. about that. Uh, Huntsville at Evansville. I'm gonna take Huntsville. This is the Friday game. Already, I mean, you guys already lost to Hunts, huh? uh, to Evansville in Evansville once this year, right? I think I think it was a close win. I don't think it was a loss. I might be forgetting no, I, I though. No, I think you guys lost. I'm pretty sure you guys lost. All right. Well. Well. Okay. We'll we'll make a pick still. I'm thinking Evansville. Evansville. Uh, Evansville kind of scares right? me. They can actually get that goal, team. All right. Okay. Okay, Mister Bias. All right. Fayetteville at Birmingham. Uh, this is going to be a very interesting matchup. I'm going to take Fayetteville, but I think it's going to be an OT win. This could be a cup final preview at this rate. Um, with that's impressive to, to say. Um, Birmingham. All right, Peoria at uh, Quad City. I'm going to take Peoria again. I'll take Peoria in this contest. All right. And then Saturday there was supposed to be Quad City at Knoxville. That won't happen, of course. Fayetteville at Macon. I'm going to take Fayetteville. Uh, Fayetteville at Macon. Fayetteville at Macon. Oh, Fayetteville. I don't know why I was thinking about it. All right. Birmingham at Roanoke. I'm going to take Roanoke, actually, on this one. Roanoke is good at, at home. They are good at home. So I'll take Roanoke as well. All right. Peoria at Evansville. I'm going to take Peoria. I think they're, they're going to get a clean sweep over the weekend. Wow, you have trust in us. I'll take Peoria as yeah. well. I think you can get some revenge. Also, did you notice though, three straight days of the games, so three and three, and also in three different places. Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be interesting. That's that's another. I'm not gonna lie. I almost picked Evansville because of that against Peoria because no matter what, even if you start the thing at home, that's gonna be pretty tiring. Yeah. All right, and then Pensacola at Huntsville. Uh, to wrap everything up for this week, I'm going to take Huntsville. Yeah, I'm going to pick Huntsville too because Pensacola is trash on the road. <laughs> uh, I, tell me I'm wrong. Uh, like, right. It's stupid how different it is. 
Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I think that just wraps up everything. Unless you got anything else? Uh, not not right now. Look, let's be All real. Right. We can put this. We can tack this on at the end here. It feels like we're. I kind of mentioned this in the in the chat a little bit ago. But we're in this lull right now where we know of things that could happen. We're just waiting for them to happen. And because of that, we're just kind of stuck in limbo. It's very frustrating. Yeah, like, I'm just waiting for Mark's favorite right now rumor to be officially confirmed. Uh, Mark, Mark, there's a, there's a, there's a possible market just Mark loves. He he is so excited for this market. And uh, I know I'm super excited. He just loves it. And he can't wait wait, to tell everyone how much he loves this market. Wait, are we talking about, uh, wait, uh. Yeah. No, we're talking about. Hold on. Oh Jesus! That no, one. that's not gonna happen. Yes, it is. <laughs> there's Mark. There's way too much noise behind the scene for it not to happen. Come on. Come on. Look, all I'm gonna say is I will, I will copy and paste what I said earlier. If this happens, I will make fun of certain people and and certain people in charge. Uh, anyway. Um, but there's a bunch of other. Sh- like, it's not just those things, though. Too there's so much, yeah, crud in the background. Like y'all have no idea how stressed I've been because it's like we know of so much. It's just waiting to see if it actually mm-hmm. happens. Ugh. And that's the All right. that's the worst part well, about this time of year because we won't really hear about yeah. you guys don't really hear about stuff until like January at the earliest. But we tell you hear about it in like November and December. So this time of year is so bad. Ah. Hmm. <sighs> All right. Well, That's Mark, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at Prospector Hockey. That's Prospector H C K Y. All right. You can find me at not MLR. <laughs> but until then, stay safe. Enjoy the Christmas time as we inch near and near to it. And uh, yeah, can't wait to talk about. Uh, we'll we'll probably be discussing a bunch of Christmas stuff next episode. So, yeah. Oh, oh, but until oh. then, stay safe.